Hey everybody, welcome to the Good Shepherd Weekly. This is Matt Murphy, lead pastor at Good Shepherd, and I have Matt Loop, my assistant pastor here today. Hey everybody. And we are picking up our conversation of living as a disciple of Christ in 2020. Last week we had uh, Michael Jeter sharing some insight into his life and what God's doing in him and through him. And so this week Matt is here with me and we're going to dialogue some uh, over the same context, really. We're just going to walk through some of these same questions so you can hear uh, what's been going on in in Matt's life and um, what things have been like for him this year. So Matt, let's just jump into the context of 2020. What are some of the the key words, uh, maybe phrases that come to mind when you think about this year so far? Well, the the main key word I would uh, say comes to my mind is isolation. Mm. Um, I know it's more of a negative uh, connotation, but it just kind of is really what jumps out and first thing that comes to my mind just because we've seen such widespread isolation um, as far as gathering physically in mm-hmm. person. You know, we've seen a rise in, I was reading this morning about um, Zoom's stock soaring so high because they've uh you know just seen a tremendous need for their platform and so there's there's been an increase in digital connection um but i think that leaves us lacking in true genuine connection where you're Mm -hmm. face to face looking into someone's eyes and just uh trying to connect with them that way so just uh i mean it's been hard you know uh to to fight through some of the social barriers that have been put in place through different government agencies or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, to try to keep people connected in a way that's healthy. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, isolation's definitely been a big one this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, sometimes thinking about the realities, uh, when it seems to be a negative thing, not for some people, they may isolate in a, in a way of solitude, you know, like Jesus prayed, by himself. And, and that's a good thing. But, uh, and some people may have loved the isolation factor of being at home, not having a lot going on or things to do. I know uh, my family benefited some in that way, but, uh, but yeah, you're right. Isolation from one another, keeping, uh, people apart, uh, feeling apart. That's definitely been a tough situation for many people this year. So what about for you personally? Uh, you know, maybe some of that is, is personally for you. Uh, but are there some other things, um, that have happened this year that, you know, have been some highs, some lows? Uh, what is, what has 2020 been like for you personally? So, um, it's been a little crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, I was thinking back on it this morning. Um, I guess it was towards the end of March when everything started kind of surfacing as far as the spread of the virus and, um, things started closing down. And I guess we, we're starting to be at home, you know, in the last week of, of March with our kids. And then we realized April 1st, the babysitter was like, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to keep the kids for the next month. And Sarah and I were like, kind of looked at each other like, wow. (laughs) Okay. So let me give some context here for people who don't know, you have two little boys at home and their ages are so at this time, uh, the time when the coronavirus started happening, Caleb was a little over two, and James was about five months. So a two-year-old and a five-month-old, uh, which, you know, Sarah uh, works. And she's able to stay home a day or two during the week, but for the most part, the kids are, uh, you know, in daycare. Mm-hmm. So right. that meant we are now um, full-time keepers of children. <laughs> full-time child care, yeah. i.e. parents. So... Um, which, uh, you know, was, was different for us, you know, and um, it was good in a lot of ways because we got to spend more time with them. But it's also um, 
I mean, if you've been around small children much, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. And uh, Mm -hmm. days were full. Um, Luckily, the weather wasn't too hot at that point. We spent a lot of days outside just playing with the boys and this big field behind our house. And so it was good, you know, and I, I think that that was definitely needed. It was something that God was using, you know, this negative situation to help us to grow together as a family. Um, not that you can't grow together if you're not there every day together, but I just think it was good for us at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely uh, had its challenges, but it, you know, in the beginning it seemed like a lot, but once you just make up your mind, this is what we're doing and this is what it is. Uh, it really wasn't as hard as we thought that it was going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. but it was really, it was a good time. Um, I, I remember you coming to me and saying, Hey, we, we don't have childcare during this season. I'm going to need to spend some time at home with Sarah. And of course, you know, I, I totally get it. Uh, having, you know, children of my own, not at that age, but you know, not too, too long ago. And, uh, I just, I remember that being a busy few weeks right at the beginning, a lot of, yeah. <laughs> a lot of late nights, early mornings. Oh yeah. And, um, I guess it was, I want to say it was about six weeks that, um, we kept them home from, from the babysitters, and um, uh, but it was good. You know, by the end of it, we felt like we had a we could do this. You know, we're we're making it. Um, but then, you know, things started getting back to normal. Kids went back to the babysitter, and um, not long after that was when we started having church again. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it was somewhat. A, I mean, that's pretty brief um, comparatively. Um, we hear of other places that are still pretty much shut down you know, uh, mm-hmm. which is months and months later. Right. So, you know, it was good for a season and then it was good to kind of get back into a routine because there wasn't a whole lot of routine, um, during those six weeks, um, just making it through the days, but, um, mm-hmm. it was good. It was really good to, to be together as a family. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that word isolation, you know, your family was isolated from childcare, right. Uh, yeah. in, in every sense, uh, except you guys had to, Right, do what you don't normally do during the day. You know, both of you guys work, and so, mm-hmm. um, so even in that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead, maybe to the next part. But I mean, you just talk about how God used that time in your life, in your marriage, and even with your kids, your boys, in helping you guys to to have some have relationship uh, growth during that time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I didn't mention that, but yeah, you're right. Um, God did do a lot in us. Sarah and I relationally during that period, you know, helped us to grow together. And, um, I don't know. It's like when it's just you two, cause there was, there was a point where, um, we had a little bit of a, I don't know if you call it scare or whatever, but there was a possible exposure to the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we really had to ice. It wasn't just like, you know, we, we couldn't be around anybody because somebody that we were around possibly, uh, you know, had it. And so we had to wait, you know, it was like a week or so for their tests to come back. And uh, it all came back negative, but so we were really, really isolated, you know, with just our family for for a short season, and so uh, you know, that made it uh, all a little more real. You know, yeah, what was going on? Yeah. So, um, you know, things have changed a good bit. Um, you know, I don't know if if there's any other major events. I know that's a big one for you guys, um, but in that vein of you know, that time and even the months to follow in, in recent months, um, you know, maybe there's some other things you might want to share about, but also how has God been revealing himself to you personally? Um, what is it, what's it, what's he been saying to you? What are the things that have been, um, 
on your heart as the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you through His Word and, and His voice uh, just in a daily, weekly way? What, what's what's He been saying to you? Right, so, you know, we, we just finished that series here uh, on the fruits of the Spirit, and it was really good for me just getting back to... Um, not that I got away from it, but just focusing on walking according to the Spirit. And uh, so that 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 was a really good um, series for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in the whole raising of small children, even when they are at daycare, uh, even when they're at school, you know, wherever they are, um, it's still been a challenge to get a, a real good routine as far as... Uh, they don't sleep a whole lot, <laughs> basically is what I'm Shocker. saying. So, uh, you know, as I was single before I got married, I had, you know, you got all the time in the world to have a solid devotion life. Mm-hmm. And as you introduce small children into the mix and them not sleeping in the greatest patterns, uh, it's been a challenge to establish regular routine uh, of devotion. But that doesn't mean that you're not devoted to God during that time. It's just um, I found myself really meditating on a lot of scripture that I have learned prior to versus being able to read, you know, there was still a few days a week that I was able to, um, get some time in for reading and just allowing God to speak to me. So, um, it's kind of like teaching me to be just to be a son, you know, mm-hmm. versus me having to do not that reading the Bible is doing, but it was like, just because I'm in a season where I'm not able to spend as much time reading the Bible doesn't mean that I'm not a son anymore and I can still walk according to his spirit and I can mm-hmm. still, you know, meditate on truths and grab things here and there as I can. And so now we're, so I guess I would say we're able to get into a little bit more of a routine uh, now as they're getting older. You know, James is about 11 months and Caleb's, uh, you know, he's approaching three. So we're kind of sort of getting into a better routine and just uh, some time to be able to focus on God and his word a little more. Yeah. Uh, when you are saying that, I'm, I'm listening and I'm thinking, um, you know, it sounds like we typically spend a lot of time doing as it relates to other people, right? Doing for our family, doing for other people, you know, your ministry with the church and just in general. Um, sometimes it's the being with God mm-hmm. that we forget about, you know, mm-hmm. and so in these times of isolation, you know, kind of forced isolation, but realizing it's actually a blessing, you know, it's like you, you're, what I hear you saying is, you know, God's teaching me how to just be with him, how to be his son, how to hear from him, how to relate to him, and then how to grow in my relationship with him so that my doing is transformed when I fulfill these roles, you know, in my home and out out in the community. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, so now as things have I guess loosened up a little and we are able to connect more and we are back at church We're, you know, we're trying to meet with people and connect with people and it, it can be, it can fill your schedule up really quick, you know? Um, so trying to find that healthy balance of, um, you know, connecting with other people, being with people, but then also, you know, having a, a normal routine at home and then, yeah, just learning to be, be a son, be a child of God. Uh, being an actual father has taught me a lot about being a son too, because God's just showed me a lot through that, you know, through the mm-hmm. whole parenting process and through the whole, you know, the way that my kids look to me and depend on me, you know, is how I need to be looking to God, you know, and just mm-hmm. simple childlike trust. And there's no other way for them to survive other than to look to me or to Sarah, you know. And right. So uh, it's been good. It's been, you know, very, very helpful for my walk to become a father and to see, you know, how to be a better son. True, true, so true. I can testify to that. Uh, so what would, if you could, 
you know, speak in a tangible, practical way for just a minute. Any young dads out there that uh, have young kids, you know, both you and Michael have young children. Um, you know, what are what are some things that God has been, you know, leading you to do? Ways to to now take this time and and let's let the rest of twenty twenty and even the years to come look different. What would be some practical things that are happening in your life to maybe help you in that way that you also would say, Hey, this is something I would tell any other young father that I'm learning, you know, to be a piece of wisdom or insight. Yeah. So definitely making sure that you're taking time to, um, be with your wife, you know, just as far as connecting relationally and, uh, keeping that marriage relationship strong, you know, parenting can definitely take the forefront, uh, mm-hmm. especially in the younger years. But, you know, it's important, I think, to, uh, for you and your wife to be united uh, on the same page. You know, don't have to always agree on everything, but I think that we generally need to be moving in the same direction. And so that doesn't really happen if you don't make an effort to, you know, spend time with one another. Right. Apart from the kids, you may be together all day long with the kids, but that's not anywhere near the same thing as, uh, you know, being together apart and just having some real one-on-one time to invest in each other's relationship and encourage each other and you know, yeah. share any challenges, things like that. But, um, but let me, let me say something there. You, um, you mentioned being on the same page, but not agreeing about everything that could probably be true in a lot of relationships these days, even in the church, right. but especially in marriage, you know, we just don't think alike. We don't have the same thoughts, perceptions, opinions, but yet being on the same page is so important. And you said it not just for the marriage relationship, but also that leads into how you parent your children. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, cause we're, you said it, we're, we're created different and God created us that way. You know, we bring different things, different gifts, different right. ideas, different perspectives to the table. And as we learn to see how God's using the bringing two different people together to form one whole, you know, mm-hmm. it, uh, it'll help us to not view the other like they're just wrong because they don't think the way that you do, but right. looking at it as an addition to helping me, God using this person to help me to see things that I may not have seen. Right. Or that you're wrong because you don't think the way she does. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Okay. Which sometimes is true. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, no. Maybe a lot is. of times. It is. And, uh, but we need that. I mean, we need, we need someone to tell us when we're wrong. Yeah. 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 Bring it. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. Um, so that's good, you know, just making time to, to be with your wife or your spouse, you know. And um, then I would say, you know, sleep sleep's the hardest thing for, for the <laughs> really young ones. If you can get into a good routine of them sleeping, um, which would allow you to have, you know, some time to get into some pattern of devotion, you know, some pattern of um, just a routine of being able to spend time with God, you know. And so... Uh, and that that's not it's easy for me to say you know here on this podcast but it, it's hard to put into practice but that is a practical thing that's super important and if there is some sli- uh, struggles with sleep um there are some resources and things you know that we've used in different books and more than anything just reaching out to someone staying connected with someone else who uh possibly has been in your shoes i know you pastor matt have been a big help to me because you've been in my place more than once and um <laughs> So I've really appreciated your wisdom in this, you know, and so that that's a big practical thing. It's just, you know, talking with someone because it's, it's, it's not an easy season and uh, it's not wrong to need someone to, to talk to you and to get some advice from. And we're not, God doesn't expect us to have it all down. Right. Know. That's right. Really, uh, <laughs> parenting will let you know how much you don't know. Yeah, there's um, no professionals. 
Right. So um, uh, I was talking to the pastor the other day in Lake Charles, and he said, you know, God intended uh, marriage to kill us, to put a death to ourselves. And he said, whatever little bit marriage didn't kill, parenting will, <laughs> will kill the rest. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's all about us dying to ourselves. And really, yeah. as you raise kids and as you live with your spouse, you know, it helps you to see it's not about you personally and you know just the whole essence of sin and selfishness but uh just when you put that effort into Mm -hmm. uh, developing your family building up your kids building up your spouse you know you know it really helps and just doing all this for god yeah amen well one last question so you have been in ministry with teen challenge for a number of years Uh, you've been on staff here for five four years uh trying to do the math um what would you say to leaders that are in ministry to some extent, you know, and, and even just people that have a leadership role? Uh, is there is there any one thing maybe the Lord's been teaching you about leadership in, in a specific way, in a general way that would be applicable for anybody in any particular leadership role? Uh, as far as this season is concerned or just as a whole? Well, it, yeah, it could be just as a whole, maybe in the last four years. We, I'll take that. Uh, or or even just during this season. You know, I know God's been revealing some things to you. Um, so just anything that leaders in this season maybe that have been struggling with, you know, and how how God has been helping maybe bring some insight to you as far as just in your leadership um, you know, so, so kind of thinking outside the home a little bit, obviously you're a leader in the home with your wife and your children, but just a ministry and, and so forth. Yeah. So, um, whether you call it God or whatever, our whole process has been shaken up here over the past, you know, six months, eight months. Um, so the normal processes of people coming together in a building, and that's where a lot of ministry takes place. It's not there in a lot of the systems in the meet. So it's like, how do we, how do we still lead and minister to people during the season and during this time? And so we've had to adapt um, to a lot of um, digital connections, but still trying to. And I always, my heart is for fixing things that are broken, you know. And so, how can I, um, you know? where typically maybe people would be coming into church that are hurting or struggling or whatever. Now it's like, where can I go to find, you know, the people? And that can probably be true even when church is up and fully functioning, but, um, Mm -hmm. just being able to adapt, um, you know, looking at what is the core, what we're trying to do, uh, we're trying to bring people into a relationship and a knowledge of Jesus Christ, you know, and having them experience salvation and then grow in that walk with God. And so, you know, if that happens through small groups, if it happens through uh, Sunday school classes, if it happens through different avenues, but then those are taken away, how can you still do what you mm. were doing before? Right, and, right. Uh, so just being, I've learned that in ministry, you got to be flexible. You just have to be uh, able to move and to adjust. You know, I was listening to you and Michael's podcast and uh, you know, man planning his way, but the Lord directing his steps. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's so true in leadership as well. Mm. You know, so, um, I would say that's a big thing, just being flexible. And something I learned uh, doing, um, I think it's called Experiencing God, Henry Blackaby. Or mm-hmm. something yeah, like I'm familiar that. with that. Early on, and um, it just said, look for where God's at work and go join him rather than you going off and trying to, to do your own thing mm-hmm. and then asking God to come join and bless you. <laughs> yeah. um, so it, when if you look at, at 
we really ask God to open our eyes to see spiritually into people's, you know, what's going on with people and the people that he places before us, a lot of times we'll see that, you know, God is working on somebody and he's drawing them to himself or he's, you know, trying to, you know, develop more out of this person and see that and join in with what, what God's already doing. We're going to see way more, I don't know if success is the right word, but just mm-hmm. see way more come out of that, yeah. way more fruit, more fruit yeah. than if, you know, we just try to do what we think is best and what the Bible would refer to, I guess, as leaning on our own understanding. That's right. Well, and I think this has been acted out uh, with you personally in the last uh, two weeks. You know, uh, the big storm, uh, Laura came through Louisiana, which is where you lived and worked for a while, uh, had relationships with churches there, and you, you know, you saw a need, which God has gifted you so much in that, like going to, to fix things that are broken, right? Help people that have great need. And so you see a need and you, you, you know, get supplies uh, together and the church jumps in to help. And then, you know, God's opening up opportunities for us to go and continue to serve the people there. Uh, having remembered Katrina, you know, not too long ago. Um, so I just think that's one way in which I see that being uh, fulfilled in your life among other things. And so, uh, so cool to see that happening. Well, um, thanks for taking some time to visit with us today and uh, really appreciate your insight, Matt. Yeah, glad to be here. Yeah, so we have uh, a new series that we just started in uh, in service on uh, this past Sunday uh, called Disciple. It's both a noun and a verb, and so this coming week we're going to look at the calling of a disciple. So I hope you can join us or at least join us online. Uh, we've got two services, 8.30 and 10.15. And then a couple other things going on. We have growth track for new folks. That's going to happen September 13th, this Sunday. You can register online. And so we've got a good crowd signing up for that. And then uh, also for all you married folks or engaged folks, we've got a marriage conference on September 26th, starting at 9 a.m. Just for the morning, we have childcare and lunch provided and you can register online. So that's one of those ways that, hey, if you've been having a tough time or you you really need some help, some input, um, I don't know who who doesn't need that right, in their right. marriage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all you married folks, uh, make plans to be here. It's going to be a great time that morning and uh, fellowship and just growing together with your spouse and with the Lord. So uh, Matt, thanks so much again. I appreciate you. Thanks for uh, your partnership in, uh, in life and in ministry. And uh, so Lord, we just thank you God for how you work today. Um, speaking through Matt, giving just uh, a, a testimony of your grace in his life. And uh, we thank you, God, for how you're using him in this place, in this church, in this local community. Uh, We thank you, Father, for how you want to use all of us in that way and that he is an example in that. And so I pray you continue to bless him, bless his uh, marriage, his family, his ministry, and just help us to to grow in communion with you, Lord. Uh, During these times of isolation, help us to connect with you in a new and fresh way every day for your mercies truly are new every morning. And you're so faithful. So we bless you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, Tune in next week and uh, have have a great week. Bye.